It's time for the all podcast where it's all BS all the time. I'm here with uh, with today. It's Brian and James is not with us today. Um, so it's just the two of us. Uh, we'll run down James's picks. We're going to run down all the picks of this uh, this week. Um, first off, not a lot of NFL news to bring you, uh, but I did want to touch on the Masters tournament that is going on right now. Golf, obviously, uh, Augusta, Georgia, the Masters. Um, right now, the leaders, there's a group of leaders at minus nine. Tiger is uh, still in this thing. He's at, he's at uh, four shots back at minus five. Um, second round or third round, uh, it will uh, get started here in just a little bit. Um, so keep your eye on that. Obviously, Tiger champion from last year uh last year's masters so be good to see him win another another major yes i think you know golf is just more exciting when he's doing well and i'm not one to watch golf on the tv but i do kind of keep an eye on it and yeah it's all i'm always rooting for tiger yep all right um with that to the, the Thursday review here. A um, uh, little inside note: I did switch my pick with the uh, with the going from the Colts to the Tennessee Titans, uh, and that, and that curse. <laughs> yeah, that curse seems to continue, uh, where it seems like almost every time one of us decides to switch our picks from the podcast via text to each other that uh that that pit goes sideways and it certainly went sideways for me the uh the Colts definitely showed up in this game took down the titans uh in a big big way so um yeah uh changes the uh playoff picture for the afc landscape quite a bit absolutely uh yeah uh, it just seems like ever since again Again, since that Steelers game, the ti- the Titans have just not been the same or that are, you know, coming into real competition finally. Or I, I can't recall what their early schedule was like, but, you know, they were 5-0 and and now they find themselves 5-4. and four. So, uh, no, or, no, 5-3. 6-3. 6-3. Oh. Yeah, bo- both these teams are now 6-3. and three. Got it. So, um, I mean... Not a lot to say for the running game in this. I mean, Derrick Henry, 19 carries, 103 yards. It's kind of just his jam. No touchdowns, obviously, uh, which kind of ultimately I think was kind of the difference in this game. Colts still seem to not be able to get the ball going, but being able to run the ball. I mean, Nahi Himes here had the, uh, the, the 12 carries for 70 yards. But he was just a better back, and and it doesn't look like I don't I don't know what the deal is with Jonathan Taylor, but he's just not getting it going. Yeah, I think I think it's a learning curve. Um, obviously, in college, the gaps that the offensive line would create are bigger. You know, everything's just a little bit easier, and you know he's he's just gotta get some lighter feet to kind of weave in between those gaps and. You know, because I, I don't think it's a problem with strength, because that was his big thing coming in, coming into this, uh, the NFL was that he was a sizable back, so he was going to be a power running back. So I think mm-hmm. he's just got to work on his fleet fleet of foot a little bit to kind of, you know, hit those gaps better and uh, weave weave in between the tackles. Yeah, and then uh, 
last thing on the Colts side here is uh, I'd be remiss. James would be mad at us if we don't talk about Michael Pittman. Seven catches, 110 yards on eight targets. So huge game for the rookie there. Yeah, he was a, he was a guy that I really liked out of the draft. I was hoping that the Patriots would take another receiver to kind of just help the offense along. And my first choice was Chase Claypool, but Pittman was my second choice. And then, you know, we ended up with none. <laughs> Did. So, all right. Um, again, yeah, not much to say in the running game uh, for the Titans. Um but the uh, passing game looking a little uh, suspect here, obviously. I mean, Corey Davis having a decent day in the day after his uh, brother passed away from cancer. Uh, older, his that. older brother, yeah, 27 years old. That's real, real sad there for sure. Yeah. I, I'm glad he got, you know, got to show up for the game, uh, put some numbers up on the game to, you know, honor himself, honor his brother. Sad for the Titans that they couldn't get the win for him, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, just sad day all around. Sad day all around. Yep. All right. With that, let's uh, let's move on to this week's games. Um, first one up here, we do have the Houston Texans at the Carolina, or excuse me, Cleveland Browns. Um, wrong C team there. Um, yeah. Go ahead, Brian. Did I hear? Nick Chubb should be back. Yeah. Continue to monitor, but he has returned from IR, has been practicing without a knee brace, so everything says that he will be in this game this Sunday, but it is I don't think it's still 100%. He is in my starting lineup, so I will have to be monitoring that. But if he's there, you have to start him. Yeah, definitely against this Houston um, Houston defense, uh, given up a lot on ground this year. Um, Houston obviously playing as expected at the beginning, you know, as they expected through this season. Um, you know, they're two and six going on the road here. Uh, I'm taking the Cleveland Browns in this game, and I think it's going to be led by the the whether it's Nick. Uh, Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt, you know, this running game will get going uh, this week against against this Houston defense. Yeah, I mean, I think that they're both better together. I think almost like uh, Ch- Chubb gets, you know, gets to keep his legs fresh for down the stretch game. And uh, Kareem Hunt did well with the RB1 duties, but I don't think as well as everyone was hoping. So having him go back to that secondary role 10 you know 10 carries and a few target targets from the quarterback i think it'll be good for everybody yeah definitely um james is also going to be on the browns in this game uh probably along the same lines of i thinking keep it minimalistic as far as uh what baker mayfield has to do to throw you know as far as throwing the ball and, and yeah this could be one of those weeks where we you know I, don't, I, I know Nick Chubb's been out on a but if he's in this game, it could be one of those weeks where he's 150 from both uh, Chubb and Huss. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, nothing against uh, – you can never count out – can't never count out Deshaun Watson and what he can do with the football, especially with the wide receivers' talents that he has around him. But I think for the Browns offensively, this could very well be like a clinic for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
David Johnson is out of this game uh, for the on the Texan side, so uh, less weapon. Obviously, I think uh, Duke Johnson uh, will get the other DJ will uh, will obviously increase. It'd be pretty usable Tennessee, um, just because of I think you know he's obviously the pass catching back there, and I think this game script will fit that quite well. Yeah. All right. Next game up. We have the Washington football team going on the road to the Detroit Lions uh, in a game here that, I mean, I, I really like Washington, what they're doing, what they're trying. I, I just, they're, they're as, as great as it is to have Alex Smith back on the field, I just don't think it's going to beat this team. Played competitive football in the last few weeks. Yes. Yeah, they have. And, you know, Last week, you didn't really like what you saw from Alex Smith. Granted, he wasn't expected, expecting to start, but three interceptions, not a great way to start your return. And you can't really trust him to do anything different until he does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that. with that said, Kenny Galladay is out of this game, too, on the Lions side. So I, this this could be an interesting game as far as where it all goes. Um you know, for both teams, uh, Terry McLaurin could could have a huge game here. I know the the Lions are are giving up a lot of a lot of yards in the secondary. Um, in this Washington uh, defense, obviously the strength of this defense is the uh, is that defensive line. So, the what you know what are they able to what are the Lions able to do on the ground? Be interesting versus you know who see the ball now. Obviously, Mar- you have Marvin Jones Jr. and uh, with Danny Amendola and, and I mean TJ Hawkinson is listed as questionable expected to play but um, it'll be to see this game for fantasy purposes yeah I I, uh, I want to see if the Lions put their rookie Jeff Okuda against Terry McLaurin you know in man to man looks and I feel I feel like they will I feel like it's going to be a really good matchup between the two just two young great talents uh going at it and it's a perfect opportunity for Okuda too because I feel when you match a rookie up with like a seasoned veteran you know a lot of times they can get burned just because of the lack of experience but McLaurin's still young enough to where you know he's still learning things too so I think it'll be a great matchup yeah like with that I think I think you could tell my tone here I'm taking the Lions in this game um and so oh I apologize I was looking at James's pick um uh, yes, James has taken the Lions. Um, I think I'm. <laughs> I started off this way. Uh, I, I I picked the Washington football team to take this game initially. Back I don't know whenever I made my pickums, but I think I have to switch this one. Uh, maybe maybe live on the podcast won't come back to snake bite me. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm going with the Lions as well. So, um, all right game up we can we don't have to spend a ton of time on this game uh green bay packers uh at home against jacksonville jaguars uh, i don't expect i don't think that gardner Minshew is back in this game i don't think it really matters uh green bay huge favorite 13 and a half uh favored by 13 and a half points in this game uh i'm taking green bay as well but i will say like i feel like the jacksonville jaguars are another draft away from at least being an okay team that 
could surprise these great teams is because they got they got a good thing going with their O line and James Robinson right now, and that's that's the blueprint to beat the Packers is through the run game. If you can, like I've said in the past, you can punch them in the mouth, they they roll over, and but and so they have a real chance at doing that here, but. I don't think it's going to happen this year. If they if they played next year, probably won't since AFC NFC team. But next year, I think uh, they could do some great things. Yeah, for sure. Um, the, the the last thing I want to say on this game before we move on is fantasy for fantasy. Um, Jair Alexander, uh, the corner uh, cornerback for the the Green uh, Bay Packers, who's played lights out this season, is listed as doubtful. Um, and we saw. Uh, Jake Luton last week target the crap out of DJ Chark. So that could set up for a nice fantasy day if you have DJ Chark. Um, all right. Next on the docket here, we have the Eagles at the Giants. Uh, man, <laughs> kind of a funny – we talked about it a little bit last week. Um, obviously, you know, Dan, uh, Daniel Jones – not being able to win uh, any really football games against anybody but the Washington football team. Uh, with that said, James is actually taking the Giants in this game, which is pretty funny. I, I, we'll, we'll see how this turns out, but I'm I'm going to take the Eagles. I just don't know if the Giants. I, I, I don't know about the Giants. I don't, you know, they're two and seven. They were what two and fourteen last year. This team is not good, and it's not headed in any kind of direction. Well, I will say that they've they've been competitive in some of their games, and I think that's what James is banking on. And also, he's just completely out on Carson Wentz, more so than I think anybody else I've talked to. Um, me, I'm not out on Carson Wentz. Yes, he does some reckless things, but, you know, if if they go the other way, then he's lauded as, like, a genius, and that's how it was prior to this season. And, you know, it, it just hasn't worked out for him this season. So I I still like Carson Wentz, and I think they win this football game. I, I think the Eagles win this football game, but I have serious question marks uh, with Carson Wentz. I mean, his numbers are worse than what Jameis's were last year. And, and uh, I mean, as numbers overall, people, that's, you know, quarterback rate, he's not throwing 30 picks, but um, – yeah, I, there's question marks around Jameis Winston, or not Jameis, well, obviously Jameis Winston, but um, Carson Wentz for me in the long term, and he's a huge, huge cap hit to this team that's in major cap trouble. Uh, more of the offseason storylines to pay attention to here, but again, I'm, I'm taking the Eagles. Uh, Brian's on the Eagles, and James is taking the Giants. Next game up here, we do have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming off that uh, embarrassing loss to the Saints playing against the Carolina Panthers in Carolina. Uh, I think this is uh, a get-right game for the Buccaneers. Um, James and I are both on the Buccaneers, uh, most, and it's, it's just because, obviously, and then, yeah, CMC out of this game uh, with the shoulder injury. Brian, you have a little bit more on that. Yes, uh, CMC did get a second opinion in that he could be as b- back as soon as week 11. So something to monitor there. Uh, I know I talked briefly that they should probably just shut him down for the season and not risk any further injury because Carolina Panthers aren't going to do anything. They're not going to make the playoffs. Might as well get a good draft pick 
and look to the future. And obviously, with that being said, I'm going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but not even because the Carolina Panthers are without CMC. It's that you can't embarrass Tom Brady like that and then him <laughs> not come out lights out the next yeah, week. Yeah, that's right. Like, just, yeah, just history says poor team that comes play, comes to play Tom Brady after he gets uh, beat bad. Look, look for him to have put on, like, a career day, like 30 for 40. And five touchdowns and 400 yards. Yeah, yeah, it could be. It could certainly be a bit like the Saints Bucks game we saw. You know where where the Saints the Bucks in this game go crazy and Carolina struggles to get anything going. Uh, that being said, uh, yeah. you know you got to start Mike Davis in this matchup, um, even though you know CMC is out and even though Mike Davis has didn't look that good in those weeks, uh, those before CMC came back. Um, it's the, the he's going to have all the uh, all the opportunity in this game, so got to got to start him for fantasy. I wouldn't say you have to start him. <laughs> I mean, if you if he's really the only option that you have outside of you know other lower tier running backs, then sure, just because he's shown the ability to score for you guys for your team on fantasy. But this is a top five rushing defense team. So well, Brian, uh, I don't have you know, anybody else, so I have to start. Him. <laughs> okay, well there, there you go. But like, if you had, oh gosh, I don't know, if you had like a J.K. Dobbins, like I do, like I'm gonna start him. Or if you have DeAndre Swift, it's looking like a great day for him, even with those stuff, uh, tough Washington run defense as well. But that's but because of the, you know, Detroit Lions being out, so many of their other offensive pieces or at least going out there injured, Swift is looking like he might have a good day. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I, like I said, it, for me it was out of necessity, but also he uh, he um, did show you, you know, score you a lot of fans here in the season. But Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, up here at Las Vegas, Las Vegas, uh, favored by four points in this game. Obviously divisional game here. These, these, these things can, these things can get uh, a little crazy. Um, but I, I, I think that the um, Las Vegas Raiders are playing solid football right now. Take this game. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like the Raiders in this too. Cause um yeah, I do think that they're just a better football team right now. Denver plays really competitively, but the Raiders know that if they want to try and keep pace with the Chiefs, you know, they got they have to win these games, especially these divisional ones. Yeah, that and keep pace in this uh, growing um, more this growing AFC uh, excuse me playoff picture. You know, with the again, like I said the. Now the Titans are in the wild card versus leading the division and the Colts are in, in the division leaders. And you got the, the Raiders here. You got Miami. You got a few other teams, you know, Browns, you know, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of teams fighting for these uh, wild card spots. And, and so I think the, the Raiders know that they need to stack up some wins and, and uh, we're all on the Raiders in this game. Absolutely. I think we uh, skipped a game here. Uh, Cardinals and Bills. Oh, did it's out of the order. Mine, uh, you, you're right. Okay, I don't know what, what I was doing here, but yeah, uh, this game is exciting here for me. 
this is a big, big game uh, for both teams, really. Uh, the Cardinals coming off the loss to Miami. Bills coming off a big win against the Seattle Seahawks. Obviously, um, Cardinals need to keep pace here a little bit um, with uh, with the Seahawks. They need to get this win, and, and the Bills need to keep that gap that they have over Miami right now. Um, yeah, what a big, big game here. I'm, I'm inter- definitely have eyes on this game. Uh, for fantasy too, uh, the, uh, the Bills defense not playing as well as they, they again. I've kind of brought it up over the past couple of podcasts. They're they're just not playing as good of defense as they did as uh, last year. Cardinals defense obviously not playing that that well either. Um, and th- this is two of the best scoring teams in the league right now. So fantasy fireworks everywhere on this on this on this field. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty torn on this one. Uh, the Bills are, I mean, they just beat the Seahawks, so they're coming off a big win. Uh, the Cardinals, I feel like this might be a must-win game for them because the Seahawks and the Rams are matching up later, and if they win and the Seahawks lose, then all of a sudden they find themselves, uh, I think, in first place in the NFC West, but if they lose then either the Hawks Hawks or Rams take first place. So this is, yeah, again, like the Raiders, this is about them trying to keep pace. Whereas the Bills, you know, they, they got their eye on Miami, but it's not a must win for them yet until next week if Miami wins their matchup. So I, I think I was initially Bills. I think I'm going to go Cardinals. Yeah, I'm on the Cardinals, and James is on the Cardinals as well. Um, I think. Yeah, wow. yeah, which is which is kind of crazy. Uh, and this is a the Cardinals are favored by two and a half points. Obviously, this is going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot like the uh, how the Bills and Hawks game was last week. It's going to be high scoring affair. I was um, thinking more along the lines of the Cardinals uh, Seahawks game, you know, from a few weeks ago when they went to overtime. That's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean that could very well happen too. It's it's gonna. I guess it'll come down to whether or not Kyler turns the ball over as many times as the yeah, Hawks I, did. Yeah, and I don't see that happening. And and I mean this guy's just a total cheat code right now. Like you put his numbers up against uh, what Lamar Jackson did last year, and he's outperforming what Lamar Jackson did in just in I think every category: rushing, passing, everything. There's. No way he's doing the rushing, passing. I totally believe that, and that's probably like 90% chance of being true. But, I mean, Lamar had 1,200 yards rushing. Well, through eight games, uh, Kyler Murray's at 543 yards rushing and eight touchdowns. So, I mean, it's oh, – wow. he's, he... oh, he's definitely beating him in the touchdown department. I think Lamar only had like eight touchdowns on the year, but he does have to pick up the pace to – beat his rushing total yeah it's close either way I mean again Kyler Murray is just a cheat code right now and he's the number one overall player in fantasy it's it's crazy yeah he's certainly getting himself in that MVP conversation with uh Russell Wilson and Patrick yeah I mean if if he if if uh Arizona can find a way to win this division I don't know if you I don't know if you can't give it you know you have to give him the MVP almost I feel like I'm still going with uh, 
Russ. Oh, uh, he's Russell. still my leader right now for sure. Uh, like, like I said, if, if Arizona figures out a way to win this division, then I, I, I find it hard that I find it hard to believe that you could give it to Russ over Kyler. But that's just that's just me. So yeah. All right. Well, with that, with that, let's talk about the other big game. You know, these two teams in the in the in the NFC West: Seattle at the Los Angeles Rams. Coming off the Rams coming off the bye, they are favored by two points in this game. So another very very close game. Uh, I really, I really don't know about this one. I that Seattle defense is so crazy. Um, how much? Just how much they're giving up right now. I mean, they did it last week. I don't know if he was still not maybe not a hundred percent. But he's not playing like the Jamal Adams that they traded, you know, that played for New York right now. Uh, I don't know. Um. <laughs> well, he, he, he literally can't play like the Jamal Adams he did in New York because they're asking him to do a lot more pass rushing duties because they just had no pass rush. But now that Carlos Dunlap is there, maybe he can go back to being more in the box safety or a deep safety you know, doing the things that he did uh, back in New York. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah I mean, uh, I, I'm, I'm going with the Hawks. I think, you know, Russell didn't have the best game against the Bills. He, get, he still came back and gave the Hawks a, a chance, but he knows that a lot of their loss was on him. And I, he's, he's, a guy, he's another guy that when he gets, he gets beat, he comes back stronger. So I think I'm going to go with the Hawks, but the Rams are scary. They scare me because, again, the Russ doesn't have a great O-line in front of him. In the and, yeah, and you have Jalen Ramsey on the other side of the ball, too. I I just still don't – go ahead. Yeah, I think, D, I think DK might have a, a good – a stinker in this game with Jalen Ramsey probably shadowing him the whole game. Yeah, it'll be if that's the case, it'll be an interesting matchup because obviously DK is a physical freak. So we'll see what you know if he's gonna if he can just kind of big boy Jalen Ramsey. And Jalen Ramsey's not a small player either. I don't I don't know. He's no, a, he's he's yeah. like six two. So I mean, he 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 matches up uh, well, physically. Maybe in height. <laughs> no, I don't think by weight and speed, but um, DK's just I I, forget, I think it was Pat McAfee. He was like talking about DK when he was when he did that when he chased down Buda Baker on what was gonna should have been if it was any other team on the field a pick six <laughs> and he was talking about DK mm-hmm. you can't run like this and be born on this earth this is an alien <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean yeah with that said <sighs> like I still don't know who the Rams are their five wins are against a question their best arguably their best win is against a very questionable Bears team right now. And then the four other wins are the NFC least. So with that, I, I think I am going to take the Seattle Seahawks in this game. James is on the Seahawks as well, which is another one of those, ooh, <laughs> it's such a close game. We're all in the same in the same boat. So, okay. Yeah, we're either all going to be very yeah. happy or very sad. All right, uh, backing up a little bit here. Um, we have the Los Angeles coming east to my Miami Dolphins. In this game, some notes. Uh, Nick, or excuse me, Joey Bosa is out of this game. Justin Jackson also out of this game for the Chargers. 
Miami will be missing Christian Wilkins on the D-line and then Kyle Van Noy due to COVID protocols. And they're also going to be missing five assistant coaches. Um, same thing, COVID protocols. Uh, it was that way for the – as far as the assistant coaches, it was that way for them last week against the, the uh, Cardinals too. So not, I guess, your change from last week's game, but this is definitely a next-man-up type of team. So we'll see what both teams can do uh, on the defensive lines here. Obviously, Joey Bosa, big, big miss for the Chargers. Yep. Um, yeah, this is kind of a, a great matchup here. We got the two rookie QBs. They're gonna and they're gonna try and settle. You know who should have uh, went before the other. So uh, you know Herbert's been playing lights out since he got the start that one, that one day against the Chiefs. I think it was. Um, that being said, I think I'm gonna stick with Tua and the Dolphins. I think they're just a smidgen healthier right now. They didn't have to travel like 2,000 miles across the country. And uh, I guess they're closing out games, whereas the Chargers seem to be letting it, letting them slip through their fingers. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely agree with that. And, um, I, I, yeah, so I'm saying too, um, James has also taken the Dolphins, and I did I, I, I think the players on the field, the matchups are going to be really, really good um, defensively, offensively. Obviously, I mean, Justin Herbert is, yeah, playing as well and as, as anybody could have hoped for being the number six pick. Obviously, you know, with two as two starts, we saw one game where he didn't really have to do anything. And, and then last week's game against the Cardinals where he looked pretty fantastic. So I expect that to continue. And just I think the – I think the coaching staff on the Miami Dolphins is a better coaching staff right now. And, and like you said, Brian, they, they, they're, the Dolphins are closing out wins, whereas the, the Chargers just seem to not be able to close out those games. Yeah. Let's see. Next, we'll touch real quick on the uh, Bengals yep. and Steelers. Um, Steelers are going to win this game. Uh, Burrow, he's, again, been a rookie QB that's been playing great. But their their offensive woes is on that O line, and Steelers D line might be the best in football with T.J. Watt, Bud Dupree, Cam Hayward, and Stephon Tuitt. I mean, that's just it, Burrow yeah. could have a bad day. I, yes. I fear for his that's health. Thing like I, I said it early in that first game after uh, in that first Thursday night game with against the. Uh, that when the Bengals played the uh, the Browns and he just got beat up in that game, uh, I really this offseason addresses their offensive line because if they don't, they they are going uh, to David Carr this kid out of the league. So David Carr and and you could even say Andrew Luckin yeah. out because that's that's what it ended his I early career. I don't know if it was that as much as that. Uh, Colts uh, strength and conditioning in uh, in their doc- the doctors on that team, you know, that's but that's neither here neither here nor there. Oh, so, yeah. um, all right, yeah. Uh, with that, yeah, Brian, you took the Steelers. Uh, I'm taking the Steelers. James is also taking the Steelers. Okay, uh, we have the San Francisco 49ers going to the New Orleans Saints. Obviously, the Saints coming off that big game, um, big win oh, on last Sunday night against the Bucks. 
Uh, I think this is could be a little bit of a trap game. Um, they the, the Saints need to stay focused in this game because uh, this this 49ers team, as beat up as they are, they're still a very well coached team. And the Saints could be you know kind of feeling themselves. So this could be a trap game for them. That being said, I do think uh, they'll they'll win this game, uh, but I think it could be closer than than many expect. Um, I want to agree with you, but I think that there's just too many injuries on the 49ers right now because I think they're still out. Jimmy G, their run running backs are depleted. I don't. I'm not sure if they get Raheem Mostert back this week. And they still are out Debo Samuel like they have been most of the season. And, yeah, the Saints Saints come, coming off a big win, but I think between, you know, the experience of Sean Payton and Drew Brees, they keep them focused because they know, you know, last week they got a leg up on the team that they could very well be seeing again in, like, an NFC championship game, and they need to keep that leg up on them to play, to play at the home turf. Um. And James is also on the Saints too, so I, I like. I think the I think the storyline is there. It's 49ers are beat up. Uh, the Saints are getting healthier uh, with. So, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're all taking the Saints. I just think it could be a little uh, attractive. Uh, just kind of heads up, keep your eye out, New Orleans. So, okay. Yeah. Let's talk about Baltimore at New England. Baltimore's gonna win. Well, you know, no, no faith in Cam being, you know, being the the best rushing. He's he's not. We're looking at the best rushing quarterback of our generation. Well, we'll Lamar see. Mark Jackson. So the case could be made for Kyler. <laughs> well, yeah, I. I think Kyler will probably be one of the best dual threats, but I think I think as far as just like rushing, you know, rushing threat QB, it's going to be Lamar. But that being said, yeah, I mean New England took you know a game-winning field goal to beat the Jets, so uh, I don't see don't see them winning this game simply due to that fact that. The Jets were in a game up until three seconds left of the game when New England got the win. And you might even say the Jets let them win. Some, <laughs> some conspiracy theorists let, let New England win. Like I think James said last week that New England is probably one of, one of the worst uh, football teams this year, if not the worst, because I think he is kind of on that train of the Jets kind of made things happen to let New England win to keep their number one draft pick spot. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. And this is going to be a – I was going to say, yeah, I mean, I appreciate that, obviously. uh, Keeping them out of the top range of of the top top QBs in this draft class and uh, keeping Belichick just a little bit further away from the Don Shula record. <laughs> he's gonna, I don't know, man. He's gonna get it. He's gonna get. He's gonna get a quarterback this next this next off season via draft or uh, free agency. Gonna get address some offensive woes here, and they'll be back. 
back in contention for division titles. I won't say that they'll be the dominant force that they were, but they'll be back. Um, and this is a great opportunity for the Ravens to kind of figure some stuff out on their end offensively as well. Cause I'm not sure if the Patriots are going to be with Stefan Gilmore cause he's working, uh, working through. Oh, wow, yeah. So, um, let's see. I know this, this is not, must not be including playoffs. Uh, well, no, 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 it's not. They're all yeah, regular no, no, I'm talking about records. Because I know that, you know, Don Shula has a, all-time wins. Um, and this, what I'm looking at here for this reference must not be including that because it's at 328, uh, this record, this here. And uh, Bill Belichick is at 276 for this pro football. Uh, like I said, I don't that, that must include uh, including here playoffs here playoffs because because i think including playoffs bill is north of i, I believe you're right wins. um and i'm trying to find that that right now i just it's not showing up here anyways um don't have to spend a bunch of time i know i know that uh it's getting close between the two of those guys um but uh they need you know Bill needs Bill needs a couple, three or four more seasons of ten plus win seasons in order to get this get that record. And he's seventy one right now, so you could it's it could be close. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, uh, that being said, well. uh, yeah, we're all taking the Ravens in this game. Um, and that defense, the defense is too strong. Even though the offense isn't playing that well, the Patriots look kind of a bit. It's just, yeah, taking the Ravens. All right, Monday yeah. Night Football, Vikings at the Bears. Um, Vikings playing really good football as of late. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, just hand the ball to Dalvin Cook. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, 200, 200 ground in both of the last two games for Dalvin Cook. Um but this Bears defense is a bit more stingy than than the you know than than any other uh, defense they faced the last two weeks. Uh, that being said, uh, I don't know what to do. I kind of want to switch it up here. I'm, I'm I, take, I have the I have the Bears picked. James has the Bears picked. But uh, man, I don't. I kind of want to. I want to take the Vikings. Well, I'll I'll be the. Uh... I'll be the devil's advocate here. I am taking the Vikings. They're on a hot streak. Uh, they're pretty humming offensively. Um, Foles uh, with the Bears is not humming, and as good as it, as good as the defense is, that you still need your offense to put up points. And Minnesota is doing just that, and I I think they put up more points than the Bears defense stops, and then their defense does just enough to disrupt Nick Foles. Yeah, I'm looking at the injury report. No, no major injuries that are out. Listed as questionable, which tells me really that they'll play in this game. I think David Montgomery for the Bears is doubtful, so they're going to be pretty depleted at running back. I know that the, their second running back that they've played in the past was Cordell Patterson, who's actually a wide receiver parading as a <laughs> running back. And so, I mean, but you know, either way, 
they, the Bears have shown no ability to rush the football, so it's all going to be on Nick Foles and his arm. That being said, if you're an Allen Robinson owner in fantasy, give him the start because he's going to get plenty of targets and he will perform. Yeah. But you need other, you need your other, everybody else to perform. It can't be on yeah. one guy to do it all. No, I, I, I as far as winning me, Brad, the real I'm, game. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch my pick up here. I'm, I'm taking the Vikings. It could, again, snake bite me, but I'm going oh. to do it. I, I think they're playing better all around football right now than the Bears are. I like it. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> this, is, this is dangerous waters. I don't. I don't like. I don't like when both of us are on the opposite side of James because when he's right, then he's gonna yeah make sure we never forget it and talk we'll, about it forever. So, all right. So we'll, let's we'll hope see. we're right. All right. Uh, any closing notes you want to add? I think. That's about it. It's uh, looking like another great week of football. We kind of plowed through the picks this time. Not a lot to talk. Not a lot of storylines yeah, to like, talk about here. Uh, AFC uh, playoff race um, is getting more. You know, just getting more and more crowded. And and then, I mean, same on the NFC side. That's one thing that this expansion has kind of done is it's made it a, a crowded playoff race even more crowded by adding that uh, that extra team in there. Yeah, I mean, because it always seems before this, it always seems like there was a team that was, you know, sitting at nine and seven, maybe even as good as ten and six, that gets left out just because there's not enough spots. And it always seems to be a team that was getting hot down the stretch, and just mm-hmm. not enough things went their way to get in. So it'll be interesting to see if something like that happens yep. with the expanded it'll be interesting playoffs. Interesting to find out. All right, with that football games guys uh thanks for joining us on this episode of the all b sports podcast where it's all bs all-